Hello and welcome to the Gladcast Shit to be Glad About. Uh, this is a podcast with me, Natalie Marie, and my co-host. Hanalee. <laughs> yeah, and we are on different coasts recording this on our heart bridge that connects us. And today we want to talk about another kind of heart bridge. And in our friendship, when we've been apart, we've always tuned into this different way of staying in connection with each other where we kind of access this interior connectivity where our source aspects of ourselves are able to chat. And today I want to talk about the heart bridge that's being strengthened in our entire world through the experience of the coronavirus. And I'm excited to do a podcast on gratitude for what this is giving us. It also makes me a little bit nervous, I want to be honest, because um, there's this, when you, when you become aware that what you give your attention to, you get more of. You stop um, giving attention to, to problematic things excessively. You deal with them, but you don't languish in them. And that can kind of have a little bit of social backlash where folks can feel unloved or unconsidered when you say, I don't want to create, recreate this problem with you. Let, do we want to go to the solution? I don't want to, I don't want to languish in problem with you. So today I'm excited to be stepping in at a deeper level on the acknowledgement that I want to co-create a world that is deliciously accepting the gifts of every challenge and taking the bounce. Do you have any thoughts, my beloved, before we bounce into the rampage? I have so many thoughts about this. Um, I think the most important to say right now is just that um, around things that feel like they are causing some forms of suffering in the world I think sometimes there's a perspective of like oh we need to like be in solidarity and focus on them and we've kind of talked before about how that's like staring at the fire and just kind of making the fire bigger um mm -hmm. and I think the actually the best thing we can do for anybody who's suffering is to try to get ourselves to the level where we're feeling really great and lifted and seeing how everything's working out for us and then we can encounter the reality where that's happening for others and so mm -hmm. um by doing the work to kind of find the positive silver lining of a situation um i think that's actually like the best thing we can do because then we can encounter other people finding that silver lining and things working out for everyone and i'm really excited mm -hmm. to build that momentum up Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, I want to start. Is it okay if I start? Yeah. Okay. I want to start with S. And um, I had a teacher a long time ago who um, just said, like, quietly to me, like, Natalie, you sure love the sacred interruption path. And I was like, lame. <laughs> what does that even mean? Because, like, I would... It, it, there was evidence in my life stream of how I was living where I'd be going along and then this mystical, odd, inex inexplicable, unexpected sort of thing would happen and I'd be knocked onto another path. 
And of course, being knocked onto the other path, I there was clarity, new new magic. I'd get stronger, um, and so there was a lot of incredible. That moment of being knocked off, it was like no, I was, and. I think, I don't know, like, I don't even know what sacred interruption really means, but I do know what it feels like when something feels sudden and unexpected like this, like this experience that the world is having of the coronavirus, where a lot of the Instagram posts I'm seeing are people saying, wow, like I'm checking in a little bit on where my priorities have been and I'm deepening in this way and I'm kind of like uh in some ways grateful for this opportunity to check in and to retune and i think that it feels a little bit like we're having a, a really sacred interruption happen in our world yeah yeah um i mean i totally get the concept of a sacred interruption i'm imagining it's like ewan mcgregor playing like a 18th century character and he just like winks and is like there are no mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's also Dumbledore. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe I meant Jude Law. I don't really know which one's which. Um, it's okay. We got it. Like, yeah. it's like, I get like sexy, shirtless, mystic trickster, uh, kind of like throws the railroads railway switch and, and suddenly your train is going on a different, very unexpected path. And you have to like go to a higher level of awakeness to, to take that path. And it's a gift, but it's, it can be, it can be a little whiplashy of a gift. You can feel at first, it doesn't feel like a gift. It feels like you're fucking dying or failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what that's like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for tea. Hmm. I like that kind of trickster energy, but I want to say I like, I love moments that feel like transitional. And, um, for me, what's going on is like a really, it's really great. Actually. I, um, don't have any work due to coronavirus, um, closing schools down. Um, but I am still amazingly getting paid and, I kind of feel like I just manifested the whole thing because I was just wanting to work less and still be paid. So that's mm-hmm. happening. Um, but I feel like it's like a it's a transitional thing that's allowing me to raise my vibration and kind of acclimate to like, cool, what is this like when I don't have work and I'm feeling paid for just getting to make my art and do my mm-hmm. projects? What's what does that feel like? How, how do I go about my days then? And mm-hmm. that's a really nice gift. I feel like a lot that. of people are having that gift at some level mm-hmm. um, of having a transition, a pause, um, like a retreat from the normal life they live and having a chance to acclimate however they want to, to whatever frequency feels relevant, more relevant to their true stream. I think that possible, that's like one of the richest possibilities being offered by this experience. Um, I think that a focus on that potentiality to use this retreat away from normal life as it's broadcast in whatever you're normally in to use that to retune to some new potentiality that would be, I think, one of the funnest and most impactful ways to use this, um, this retreat, this space away. 
Um, I love that you're getting paid for not working. That feels right for you, for everyone. You yeah. um, is for the universality of this, this feeling of being in something together. I feel very heart swooningly connected to the whole world right now at a whole deeper level. And the empathy I'm feeling and the sense of wanting to help in every possible way and the sense of love for people in their journeys and the sense of you know, feeling the grief and the, and the, and the joys and the, you know, all of it is, is a delicious feeling. It reminds me of this, uh, time when I was living in Albany, New York, and there was this mat, we got covered in this massive series of snowstorms, the last of which covered all of the cars so much so that we couldn't even see that there were cars and I had to go to work. And so I, we went out and I went searching for my car and I dug out my red Camry. I dug out the top of my red Camry and a friend, no, a stranger was walking along and he's like, you need help? I'm like, yeah, my car. And so we dug it out. And at the end of it, I, I go to like brush off the windows. I'm like, oh, this isn't my car. And he's like, oh, want to find your other not car? And I'm like, yeah, totally. And so then another person joined us and another person, we spent the entire day digging out people's cars that weren't our cars. And we kept being like, oh, this is my car. This is not my car. This could be, you know, and like just being so playful. And we were so connected. And then people started noticing we were doing it. And they brought us like hot cider and snacks. And, and it was like, I didn't go to work that day. I never found my car, like maybe ever again. I don't remember, but like it wasn't, it became so mission positive that I was so activated towards the love of my, I, the whole neighborhood. I was so anticipating how delighted people were going to be when they came out and all that hours of insane amount of work had been done for them and done by this silly, happy ragtag group. And I feel like that metaphor is sort of what's going on in this larger scope of people are kind of digging out each other's cars at a deeper level and our heart activated at like just a more delicious level than I've seen in a while. And it's so beautiful to behold. Mm. I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite things, the, the connectedness, the universality. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to extend that into V with the feeling of, there's kind of like a viscousness to the air that I'm sensing. That's kind of funny. Like when I'm out in public, there's kind of like a thickness to the air of kind of like, are you breathing in what I'm breathing in? And like, are you (laughs) touching what I'm touching? And just kind of this sense of like how connected, I mean like connected in a universality way, but then also connected in just this very much like there are just like, little dots between us and we're all just dots Mm -hmm. and you are pervading Mm -hmm. me and I am pervading you and like just Mm -hmm. a really visceral feeling of like the field that we're all in um Mm -hmm. I really like that Mm -hmm. yeah totally that connection is astonishing and exciting to feel a renewal around you know like it's, 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 as usual, it's, it's strife or pain that renews awareness of what is extraordinary and beautiful and worthy. And this struggle is also uh, making people so heart tender and soft and aware of their, their viscous <laughs> connectivity that it's, it's doing extraordinary things for the human heart. I think I'm excited about it. Um, W is, is for the return to wonderment I'm seeing. Um, 
if on social media, I have seen folks who typically uh, don't post very heartful or vibrationally aware things are saying, I think right now that wonderment is the most important thing to focus on. I think that we need to be struck in the awe of existence. I think that that's the home that we need to come home to because it's the anecdote to fear. And they're saying that. And I'm like, well, hell yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm loving this, you know, like everything, everything is a vehicle towards, uh, towards the expansion and towards keeping up with our own expansion as a species and as an individual. And it's really kind of delightful to think that a struggly little rascal virus is a vehicle for humanity to return to its capacity for wonderment. It's fucking beautiful. Mm. That's really nice. I'm really glad you said the rascal virus because I was, I really want to do um, acceleration for X, but then I was like, there's no X in there, but I feel like the rascal it's rascally mm-hmm. to spell it with an X, acceleration. <laughs> um, I feel like all of these different things happening this year feel to me like an acceleration of um, opportunities for people to, to grasp their sense of power and control in their own lives. Um, and... Yeah. I I truly believe that all of humanity is headed towards some really glorious harmonies in the future, and I feel them currently, but I just, I don't know, I just feel excited about all these fun things that are happening around the world this year. I just feel like <laughs> just ample opportunities being given and... Um, Mm-hmm. feel excited about people getting their sea legs kind of and learning mm-hmm. to kind of surf mm-hmm. the choppy waters and loosen their knees mm-hmm. and be able to ride the bumps a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that perspective. And I've, I had the first couple of days, I had an ocean of clients calling me an ocean isn't like five or six who were directly affected by this in different ways. They were, they were, they were festival goers or they had conferences that they did or whatever. And they were just wildly thrown out because they're like the way I was making money or my live stream is absolutely done. And I'm, you know, and they didn't. And then in each situation there was, they got to this place where they were like, wait, I love being creative with my own existence and I am responsible for what I'm drawing into my own reality. And I have actually a little secretly wanted an upgrade or been a little bored or there was stuff about this that wasn't really working. And this is exciting to move into. So um, Mm -hmm. why? uh, I think I want to use Yonder from the the missing podcast that I deleted because of my mastery with technology is unparalleled. Um, When you said Yonder, I don't remember what you said. You said in a really amazing context. Let's just honor the dead memory of that. It's never going to happen. Um, but I think what I'm most excited about, and I'm going to let this one be our last one because I want to sort of keep this one short and really highly listenable, um, is that, um, I think the only way that you can properly traverse a struggling experience 
is to keep your eyes on the horizon, on the yonder, on the where am I going? What am I really doing that is delicious and exciting? Where's my, where are my true horizons and am I, am I in line with them? Am I, is my heart feeling them as if they're happening now? Am I activated by them or are they just distant, lonely, haunting dreams that I don't feel any real connection to? And I think that one of the most powerful things I I can do when I'm feeling a little like dead on the inside is to take a look at my relationship to my true horizons, to my, to the dreams that like set me on fire that are like my joy without borders project. That's so exciting for me. It still feels kind of far away. And so this time that I've had, I've been spending a lot of deep meditation and dreaming and design time on the Joy Without Borders project because it's the thing that lights me on fire, but it's also the thing that when I'm in a ma- major work day, I, I push it aside because, you know, I do the other stuff. And so I love the idea of using this retreat time to check in on yonder horizons in your personal self and to see if you can use your beautiful tools of imagining and finding, like do a rampage of appreciation for an important dream to you to just activate it a little bit or talk to a friend, have a, a friend you can't go see because you're socially distancing now. You could go, you could call them and say, hey, do you want to do a, a like, want to talk to each other about our dreams and rampage about them and do some talking about what we're going to do next and, and let, let, let this hold a container for our dreams and use the energy, like flip it on its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like... We recently got a kitten and she's like very attuned to anyone being hurt or sad and will instantly sit on them and fall asleep and like send all her energy into mm-hmm. like their being recovering or feeling better and giving them so much comfort. I feel kind of like I can like see people's like battery charger energy stats like do 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 like click up while she's mm-hmm. on them. And I can mm. I can see people doing that for their dreams, like giving this mm-hmm. kind of transition moment, like some juice, mm. like put your charger mm-hmm. into that and do 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 do. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. And because I think that's 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 the larger metaphor for what's happening here is that a lot of folks were kind of feeding the batteries on you know, seeking other people's approval through excessive social media or, um, you know, towing someone's line in other projects that maybe they hadn't really checked in with themselves. And there's this opportunity to take a deeper look at where you're investing your heart's gold. Like, where are you putting these? And, and, And make sure that the quest that gets your juice is the one that you believe in and that you're in your integrity around and the one that you feel like this is this is my shit this is what I'm here for this is what like I would I would feel wildly unmet and unsatisfied if I if I left this mission unplayed in and undone in this life experience so like I think that if the collective deliciously decides to kind of take that invitation and to turn towards their hearts quests more and I think they are that's exciting. That's an exciting potentiality that feels like utilizing whatever gifts this experience has at at like a really authentic and like impactful level that I feel like, I don't know, that's, that is what's made me feel good and made me not get into fear when like, I'll watch a state of a loved one, kind of the numbers rise and I'll be like, there I can't do anything about that but I can use my time to put it towards projects that I know are wonderful for this world and stay in my integrity that way and that soothes my heart 
Amen. Amen. Well, uh, listeners, we are super appreciative of your your joining us on this journey, and we are we are specifically activating ourselves around the positivity that this is offering so that we can be more authentic and more in our integrity around how we experience people. And also I notice when I stay focused on what's good, I become really available to help at a much higher, much more effective level. And so for all you helpers out there, feed yourselves gratitude, eat fistfuls of it and stay strong. We love you. Love you. Do, 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 do.